G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Well, you might know that one arrival on our shores just over a week ago has made all sorts of ripples. Her name is Lauren Southern and she's described as the alt-right pin-up girl. Uh, We've talked about her a couple of times through the week and we'll talk about her some more today. She's just 23 years of age and is known for her outspoken conservative views. In other words, she has anti-Islamic views, anti-feminist views, anti-mass media and anti-multicultural views. Uh, She describes herself as a best-selling author and lover of hedgehogs and freedom. She doesn't propose that she is a Christian, but so many of the things that she stands for certainly get the attention of Christian people. Bill Muhlenberg has been monitoring along the Lauren Southern visit and the controversies that she has caused around the nation. And Bill's back with us today. Hello, Bill. Welcome back to 2020. Great to be back. Bill, just 23 years of age, she certainly knows how to get a headline Yes, look, uh, uh, as you say, not a Christian. So uh, all of us, if nothing else, would uh, pray that she does become one. But on a lot of the contentious social issues of the day, political, cultural issues, she speaks often for what uh, many Christians might, uh, you know, agree with. Uh, There's way too much political correctness going on. The media is way too far out with so much of what it's doing. So, you know, she's really just part of this whole drain the swamp movement, which is kind of rippling throughout the Western world, whether it's Trump in the States or Brexit in the UK or some of the European countries who are finally waking up that, uh, kind of open slather multiculturalism is not a blessing in disguise it's really a way to destroy a nation from within especially with uh, muslim radicals who have no intention of blending into the host culture so she's just one of a number of new voices uh, again many of them non-christians uh, jordan peterson would be another example milo um here in Australia, people like Andrew Boat and so on, a lot of conservative voices are starting to uh, uh, be heard because I think a lot of people are just really getting sick and tired of the whole left-wing ideology, the politically correct politicians or the very spineless and weak politicians and leaders that we have. So, yeah, there's come a place for kind of new and sometimes young spokespersons like this to say, wait a minute, uh, all is not right with the world, and we should be able to speak about it without being harassed and bullied. There's this terminology, and I used one particular term in the introduction, that word alt-right. Mm-hmm. And there are a number of these terminologies that are turning up 
with uh, this whole uh, issue of a culture war thing here, alt-right and uh, anti-fascist, uh, mm-hmm. those sorts of terminologies are being used increasingly in the media. And, Bill, uh, some of those are quite misleading. Mm. Well, they can be, you know, either misleading or downright uh, deceptive. Uh, uh, the second one you mentioned, Antifa, uh, which is short for anti-fascist. Uh, these are pretty radical, militant left-wingers who have taken it upon themselves to oppose and shut down and shout down any time a conservative speaker, for example, does seek to uh, hold a public meeting. Uh, you know, it's... it's well, I mentioned in a recent piece, this is like Orwell when he talks about uh, uh, taking language and effectively using it to say the opposite of what it really means. So if you have somebody who claims to be anti-fascist and yet adopts the very uh, language, the very actions, the very militancy of the fascists, well, guess what? You're not really anti-fascist. You're a fascist. You're trying to shut down free speech. You're trying to prevent people who have a different point of view of uh, speaking. You're trying to, uh, well, really destroy democracy. And we had that case in point here in Melbourne a few days ago when Lauren Southern and another Canadian did try to speak. As is often the case now, you have to go through pretty elaborate uh, means to simply make the event happen. You have to be a bit cautious as to publicly advertising the venue because you know the radical left is going to be there, going to cause trouble, going to try to break up the meeting and prevent it from happening. And sure enough, that's exactly what happened here. Uh, Once the radical left Antifa groups uh, found out where she was, they came and one or two hundred, well, highways were shut down, rocks were thrown, police were attacked. And in fact, they even managed to get into the venue where she was speaking and rush the stage. Thankfully, security guards uh, were able to catch one of the protesters uh, before she just about landed on top of Lauren Southern. And the funny thing, as I documented in my article, this person who was screaming, I love free speech, I love free speech. Um, Sorry, when you're trying to shut down somebody who's speaking, that doesn't indicate a love of free speech. It's the very opposite. It's fascism. So, yeah, Orwell was right to <laughs> point out the, uh, uh, the, the inconsistencies and the hypocrisies of all this. And sadly, Lauren is just the most recent example of this happening here in Australia. Well, Bill, the police in Victoria have been discussed significantly through the week too and in some sectors you might think that uh, particularly those protesters who were violently protesting and attacking the stage uh, might have walked away laughing their heads off uh, knowing that they had played the Victorian police because the police had decided to charge the Conservatives I think it was something like $68,000 to show up to keep the peace. But it wasn't the Conservatives that needed the law and order to be active against them. It was, in fact, the leftists. What are your thoughts on the police in Victoria? Yeah, exactly. That's, uh, you know, it's one thing to you expect the radical left to try to shut down meetings and to destroy opposition and prevent 
uh, free speech from taking place, but lately this is happening more and more where the authorities uh, and the police end up actually siding with the radical left as they seek to shut down free speech and debate. So as you say, yeah, $68,000 bill for their services not given to the radicals who tried to cause trouble, but for the speakers who had a perfectly legal and moral right to have a a public meeting and and have a speaker or two. Uh, You know, this is really getting quite scary, quite alarming, where the police are effectively now charging, uh, you know, fines to those who want to exercise their Australian freedoms to speak in public and yet basically overlook those who sought to cause trouble, who sought to close down the meeting. Obviously, the police, if they want to charge somebody for their services, they should be sending the bill to the radical left militants who uh, you know, are quite clear about their intentions. They want to cause trouble. They want to shut things down. They want to make us think. And yet here in Dan uh, Andrews, Victoria, one of the, well, probably the most radical left-wing state in all of Australia, we actually get the police siding with the militants against those who are lawfully trying to hold a public meeting. And this idea of uh, you pay us money and we'll protect you uh, is reminiscent, isn't it, of the the idea of the old mafia protection rackets? That's right. It's exactly the same. Uh, You know, you uh, will charge you and then we'll let you go ahead and have your uh, free speech. Uh, That's not how it's supposed to work, as far as I know, in a free society, in a democratic society. Everybody should have the right to hold a peaceful meeting in public and share points of view, even if they may be somewhat controversial to others. Uh, But to say, for now on, we're going to charge you hefty fines. They did the same with Milo, by the way, another provocateur, if you will, conservative who came out here a while back. Same thing. The police didn't charge or uh, give a hefty fine to the radicals who caused trouble, they sent it to Milo. So this is getting to be a bit of a habit, and you have to ask, sorry, aren't the police there to protect the rule of law? Aren't they there to defend our most basic of human rights, including free speech? And, of course, the media has a significant role to play here, Bill, and Mm -hmm. some of the media reporting has been less than professional and you might even say less than mature. Yeah. Oh, look, it's becoming routine for the mainstream media to totally uh, give us a jaundice and quite uh, biased view of what's going on here, the way you'd think things were based on the mainstream media, you know, Lauren and others come here to cause trouble and do all this horrible stuff, and and as if the radical protesters outside trying to shut down the meeting, somehow they're the good guys. Uh, Again, this is Orwellian doublespeak. This is how you totally uh, turn reality on its head. You make the good guys out to be the bad guys, and you elevate the bad guys into saints. So the media has been really reprehensible on, uh, you know, this whole affair. Uh, You know, as I say, I even don't necessarily agree with everything Lauren says. As I mentioned, I don't believe she's even a Christian. I wish she were. There's some uh, of her conservative views, which I find, uh, you know, correct and helpful. 
but even I don't necessarily agree with everything she says, but I do agree that she should have a right to speak unmolested by the thugs and the pharaohs who really just want to disrupt and shut down any public meeting where there's anybody daring to give a Christian or conservative voice to issues. Well, Bill, as long as the intimidation tactics and the standover and uh, even the police uh, asking for protection money, as long as that continues to work, uh, that's the same modus operandi that will continue to be used. So uh, what needs to happen, do you think? There needs to be a whole lot more conservatives who are standing up and speaking in public. Yeah, well, that's right. It's going to get worse unless we speak up and say, wait a minute, this is not how a democracy is supposed to work. Uh, It's not supposed to be a rule of thugs and bullies. It's supposed to be the rule of law where everybody has a chance to peacefully assemble and share their points of view. So I think Christians especially need to get a whole lot more bold here and say, wait a minute, enough is enough. This is not how a free country operates. In fact, it's how we descend slowly but surely into dictatorship, where only one point of view is allowed and everyone else will be bullied into silence. Now, I can see why a lot of Christians never enter enter into the culture wars, because they, they don't like the bullying. They don't like the thuggery. Well, I think we're all going to have to get a lot more courageous in the days to come because it's going to get worse. Uh, You know, we've had church events. I've been at numerous events where I was either the main speaker or one of the speakers in which I had to run the gauntlet. The police actually had to help guide me in because of the rowdy crowds who were trying to shut down the meeting. So... This is not just some, uh, you know, non-Christian conservative. I and plenty of other Christians who simply tried to hold meetings, say, on marriage or whatever, we have faced the wrath of the bullies and the thugs. So this is not the time to get cowardly. This is not the time to uh, shut up. Now is the time to become more bold in the Lord and say, wait a minute, truth is important, and I will share truth despite all the bullying. Well, Bill Muhlenberg, important cultural commentary. Always appreciate your insights. And I'll point people to the latest blog articles that you've written at com, or you can simply Google Culture Watch, one word, and you'll be able to find Bill Muhlenberg's site. Bill, thanks so much for taking some time to chat to us today on 2020. Always a pleasure. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.